watched Planet of the Apes on Korean Netflix. Okay. Oh. So I didn't have to rent it. Got that VPN. And then but I forgot to turn it off. Yeah, so I so I logged on to Twitter and all of the tweets were in Korean. <laughs> Which surprised me. Hold on a minute. How's the Korean dub of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? It was uh, uh, Anyang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, I didn't know. It's still in English. Yeah. I, I watched. It yeah. Was, it's so <laughs> I'm goofing on you. So I would like to know. I know. I know. I'm also doing a task. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were a little haphazard today. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody welcome. who's around to our first Twitch exclusive podcast stream. You want this somewhere else? Too bad. It's only here. Yeah, fuck you guys. Wait. Or if you want, fuck you, you too. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? What's the problem? Uh, okay. If you listen to this on Spotify, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Unsubscribe. Okay. Go fuck I yourself. have a I have a bit I want to do here. Yes. Is it funnier than the one that we're currently doing? Yes. So. Cool. First of all, hi, what's up? My name's Jackson. I want to start the actual podcast before I do Okay, this. well, I'm not recording, so maybe hold on one moment. Okay. Just I'm one recording. uno momento. Wait, let me I am check. now recording. Okay. Hi, are you guys familiar with the Teen Choice, the MTV Teen Choice, Teen Choice Awards? I am now in the present. In the oh, past. the one where they win a surfboard? The one where they do win a surfboard. <laughs> um, and they do not get slime dropped on them. Yes. So, uh, damn Daniel. Adeline, continue. Yes. Oh, do you ever just think about Dan Daniel? <laughs> that was my I thing do. on that was my thing on Twitter the other day. I was thinking about Daniel Day Lewis, and yes. like when that was happening, when Damn Daniel was happening, like do you think Daniel anybody in his scene. life, if anybody ever was talking to Daniel Day Lewis, it was like, damn Daniel, like if his kids. <laughs> Or, like, <laughs> did he, like, meet I somebody who said, damn, Daniel? Like, do you think he knew? Like, I just need See, to know. I like to know that if somebody did, it would play out exactly like that kid who called Sugar Ray Sugar Gay. That's just <laughs> right. what I wanted to Daniel be. Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like, what'd you say? You'll never make it in this business. You just call me damn Daniel. I'm a thousand times better than him. I was That's in There true. Will Be Blood. I drank Paul Dano's milkshake. There was like, blood. Just and not you a Daniel. There. Not a Daniel What'd on the face of the What'd earth. What did you say? I said sugar gate. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> that video is so is wild. It's so funny. Okay. Like I it's not it's not a rant, but it's like the same like of the like uh oh what's his name? The good for you. I can oh, never Christian remember Bale? his name. I don't want to remember it. The Christian Bale rant. It's like up there and things that I just like, I'm always thinking about. Like, cause he just loses his mind on this 15 year old. <laughs> and the whole time the 15 year old isn't even mad. He's just like, what? what I do? Come on, man. <laughs> He's like getting gay. exactly like the, the reaction time. he hoped for. <laughs> like, exactly. that kid's just it's like smiling so the whole time. He's like, oh my god, he got really upset about it. <laughs> it's what I wanted. Uh, okay. It's like Christmas for him. Speaking of Teen Choice Award recipient, Damn Daniel. I am going yes. to read for you guys, not the nominees, not the winners, but the categories for the Teen Choice Awards. Okay? Maybe we can Excited. we can get into the 2019 ones maybe after that because it's also interesting. But here are the – just for film, here are the categories for the Teen Choice Awards. Choice. Right. Best action. Kiss is one. You're right. Okay. Genius Kiss. So first category is 
choice action movie. Then choice action movie actor, choice action movie actress. Okay? So it's split okay. up into genres. Yeah. Second category. That's, that's not bad. Choice sci-fi or fantasy movie and actor and actress. Different okay. from action movie. Okay. Choice yes. drama movie. Choice comedy movie. And okay. then uh, choice summer movie. So... They delineate between, and let me be clear. Yes. These are all exclusive. You can only be up for one of these awards. So summer oh. movie, action movie, and sci-fi category. fantasy are each their own bespoke set of movies in the Teen Choice okay. Awards. This is also true of television shows, which is weird because most television shows run for Longer than a season, run for longer than just the yeah. season of mm-hmm. summer. So and many, the, many of the them summer. actually. Uh, and then, so wait, 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 hold on. So summer movie just means literally a movie that came out during the summertime, like, like in between May and supposedly ju- like August. But there are many okay. summer blockbusters who were not nominated for summer movie. They were nominated for action movie. Yeah. So because it's like just a movie crew? that came out that year. <laughs> And here's what's wild. Is it like teen beach movies? That's like the only movie that can win that category? <laughs> right, yeah. For music, th- it's also split up into categories, but they don't do mm-hmm. they don't do album, they do artists, right? You win just for your entire yeah, career for... holistically that year. <laughs> but uh there is still a category called Choice Summer Artist. And hey, what the fuck does that mean? What do you have to do to be a summer artist? Do you want to know who was nominated for best uh, summer artist at the 2019 Teen Choice Awards? Uh, Please tell me. Daddy Yankee, Lil Nas X, Drake, DJ Khaled, Khalid, and Shawn Mendes, who won. I think it's just if you have a song that is like just... Just, it's the most appropriate to play during the summer. <laughs> like, I was just, today, yeah. I was driving around. Do you remember when we were in Seattle and we were just, like, blasting bad blood? Right. I do remember yes, that. I, I did do that remember today. That. And I was just like, this is just the perfect summer song. Like, this is and just amazing. So, I want to tell you, I don't want to read all these nominations, um, but I also want to, I just, I want to make it clear that, like, it's clear that teenagers are voting on these things because the winners are always the most obvious things. And the same movie yeah. always wins best picture, best actor, best actress in any given genre category. So it's clear yeah. that it's, like, teenagers aren't seeing all these movies. But the nominations are so wild and so obviously just made up by a bunch of old guys in a boardroom. And like, yes, there is corporate TV. <laughs> we got to pick five things. And I also want to make note, uh, best comedian at the Teen Choice Awards 2019, the last available data uh, nominees are James Corden, Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Hart, Lily Singh, Ellen DeGeneres, and the winner, the Dolan Twins <laughs> for best comedian. <laughs> the Dolan twins, the, Dolan the two twins. most boring YouTubers on YouTube. <laughs> um, and Ellen DeGeneres, how could Ellen DeGeneres, have a special? Ellen DeGeneres was nominated for a Teen Choice Award. 
Um, and okay, so lost. so here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read you the nominees for best action movie, best sci-fi fantasy movie, and best summer movie. Okay. okay. Best action okay. movie. I'll, I'll pick mine. Okay. Best action movie: Ant Man and the Wasp, Bumblebee, Captain yeah. Marvel, Men in Black International, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, okay. and obvious winner: Avengers Endgame. Right. Yeah. These are these are movies. May I note, Avengers Endgame, Ant Man and the Wasp, Men in Black International, Bumblebee. No, not Bumblebee. But three of those are all summer movies. Yes. Yeah. Sci-fi fantasy movie, Aquaman, Dark Phoenix, Fantastic <laughs> Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, Mary Poppins Returns, and Shazam. Again, two of which are summer movies, and are apparently yeah. not action movies. And yeah, Aquaman, yeah. action movie, get out of here. And it's a sci-fi fantasy. Choice summer movie. Mary Poppins was in the action category? <laughs> no, 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 sci-fi fantasy. fantasy. Okay, okay, she's a, okay, 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 okay. And perfect. choice summer movie <laughs> is a abs- it's a dire selection of movies, okay? We have Spider-Man Agreed. Far From Home, uh, mm-hmm. Toy Story 4, all downhill from here. Yesterday, okay, the movie cool. in which the Beatles never existed. Um, I saw that on the 4th of July. I heard it was very good. I don't think teens were watching it. <laughs> uh, I heard it was not very good, and I don't think teens were watching it either. Um, yeah. <laughs> the I, last... thought, I thought it was, like, pretty sweet, and I don't think teens were watching it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the... a movie for dads. Right. And I saw it with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, okay. it really do be like that, huh? Uh, the Last Summer... Which is apparently a Noah Centineo romantic comedy. Uh, oh no, not Noah Centineo. I don't know. This is, is a Netflix. This is a Netflix original movie that nobody's talking about or ever saw. And then the Adam Sandler Netflix original movie Murder Mystery, and the Amazon Prime original Late Night, in which Mindy Kaling plays a late night talk show host. Those were the nominees for best summer movie at the Teen Choice Awards in 2019. In really the biggest uh, summer right? movie season in recorded history, basically. Yeah, in a long time, <laughs> and maybe never ever again yeah. at this point. Like, why? Why can't a movie win more than one category? That would immediately fix all of Every the problems, problem, right? If you have an action movie that comes out in the summer, <laughs> it could win best action because then you could have a fantasy and an action. And then they could they like they could both compete for summer, so it would it would be fine. Right, right. But but no, and nobody even gets slimed. They just drop nobody a even gets slimed. No one gets slimed. Uh, and guess who's so into slime? So wait, hold on. They don't <laughs> okay. get slimed. They actually get like you, they get soap cuttings, just kind of like falling on them <laughs> so, like rain. Because teens like aren't little into slime. Tiny, They're into soap cutting. Soap that flutter down. Just go raining down. <laughs> uh, guess who hosted the 2019 Teen Choice Awards? I feel like uh, I ever heard. Jeff Bezos? It was somebody. Da- uh, David Bezos. Dobrik. David oh, Dobrik. yeah. Da- that tracks. The teens loved David. And just uh, another they, note. They really um, loved David Dobrik. Another note. Riverdale fucking swept. Riverdale went home. Oh, of course it did. With so many Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> well... Riverdale, that's all that teens are talking about. How many surfboards does Riverdale have? The teens have? love the CW. They can't, they they like they're like themed, aren't they? No, because um, one of them drowns at the beginning or okay. whatever. Okay, I want you guys to guess. But they drown in a river? 
I want you guys you to guess how many Teen Choice Awards Riverdale has won during all the time it's been on the air. Is that including actress and actor? Yes. 14. <laughs> Every year it's been on, it's been like a part of the Kids' Choice, or I, Teens' Choice Awards. I, I assume so. I'm gonna guess 14. Okay, I would, I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for 18. Okay, well, you guys were a little, so, okay, it's not as funny now because it's not nearly as funny as that, but they won okay, 17 cool. Choice Awards. Including that's, seven. That's, teen choice. A lot, that's, that's a lot of Teen Choice Awards. That's a lot of Teen Choice. That's a lot. I thought you were gonna be like, actually, it's six, and you're like, actually, it's seventeen. Seven. <laughs> like, Jesus. No, seven. Seven was, Teen Choice Awards. Seven. Seven. Seven Teen Choice teen Awards. Choice Awards. <laughs> yes, seventeen, not seventy. I mean, no. seven. Seven. They won seven, Adeline. They won oh, six. Okay. The number won. of the number of Teen <laughs> Choice Awards they won. Was seven. Was seven. Oh, wait, Keisha, you kept saying teen. We kept saying seven, seven teen choice awards. Teen choice awards. Oh, oh I have 17 choice awards. Seven teen choice awards. I see what's happened. I see where I went astray. Uh, you want to know? Okay, 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 okay. Like okay. 17, that's a lot. I was like, oh, that's just one last for what I said. This is my final, this is my final note, but... Get okay. So one of the Teen Choice Awards that Riverdale won was for Choice Hissy Fit in 2017. Uh, this Carol. is apparently a long-running one that they only stopped doing in 2019. Can you guess yeah. who the other nominees for Best Hissy Fit were in 2017? Uh, the scene in Trolls where Branch goes singing "Killed My Mom." Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, Cruella what is has from to 2017. Win. Here's here's something. No, I was about to say I can't even think of anything. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Anthony. So the winner was uh, Madeline Petch for Riverdale. Uh, yeah. The okay. other nominees Girl. were uh, <laughs> Dan Stevens in Beauty and the Beast. Luke Evans in Beauty and the Beast. That, <laughs> Two nominees for Best Hissy Fit. 2017 yeah. from, from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Uh, Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> I guess, okay, I thought... I guess the hissy fit is when he freaks out and tries to kill his own son. I guess that's the hissy fit they're talking about. Well, shouldn't, hissy fit. Well, shouldn't that... Shouldn't that be... Like a shared nomination with Kurt Russell and David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. Uh, and then the last nominee yeah, is Anthony oh, Anderson in Blackish. Thought... Okay, so what okay. I thought, I thought that the reason they stopped doing it in 2019 was because it was like a misogynistic, like cat fight, like kind of right, award. Right. Apparently, it is not that. No. It's literally, literally just anytime the anybody gets nominee. upset in a film, <laughs> yeah, was the, the winner. Which maybe, which might be because it's supposed to be misogynistic, but then they were like, what if just like anytime anybody got upset in a movie, we just added that to the award list? I'm Googling. A dumb category. I'm, what? <laughs> I'm Googling Daniel Day-Lewis Teen Choice Awards. Is he fit? Oh. Do you think that Daniel Day-Lewis no, has no ever way. been nominated for a Teen Choice Award? No, and I don't think he would go if he was. <laughs> 
God, Anthony Hopkins, sleep right through it. <laughs> Screen actors go. Doesn't look cut. like he has been. Of all the feathers no, in his cap, Daniel Day Lewis has never been nominated for a Teen Choice Award. Well, yeah. and no Kids Choice Awards either, I assume. Let me see. I think if you drop slime onto him, you would just like slowly melt away. <laughs> Not everyone gets slimed. You have to be yeah. really special to get slimed. Oh, yeah, like, who do they decide to get slimed for the Kids Choice? Did she get slimed? That makes sense. I think so. Who did you watch? Like, a part she of the dance. Dixie D'Amelio. Did she dance oh. when she got slime on her? Did she do a slime dance? No. She just was like, oh, it's really uncomfortable and comfy. <laughs> Missed an opportunity. All the kids who have been doing the slime on doing TikTok. No, because there, there's nobody there. Doing the slime. That's true. There was nobody there. <laughs> and uh, there wouldn't have been anyone there. You're Keenan right. Keenan Thompson hosted, though. <laughs> Sounds good. Keenan knows what's up. Okay. He does. Um. So now that we've gone through. The Teen Choice Awards. Now that we've done that, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that at home. How are we feeling about the second film in the Planet of the Apes franchise, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is the topic of our podcast today, which won, hold on. No Teen Choice Awards. I want to see how many Teen Choice Awards... I guess the Teen Choice Awards would have been a thing. At least a nomination... For Andy Serkis. Yeah, at uh, least. Hold on. Accolades. What if, what if, <laughs> Andy Serkis never won an Oscar for his performance, but he did win a Teen Choice Award. <laughs> yeah. Because the youth are the future. Did not appear to it's be nominated for people. any Teen Choice Awards or Kids Choice Awards. Uh, which is mm-hmm. weird. I kind of thought maybe it would have been, but whatever. I mean, like if Endgame was, I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's like a blockbuster movie. Oh, it's the kind of thing teens action. are watching. Yeah, I, teens are watching. I liked it as Sound a teen. Sound off in the chat, teen. teen. Are, are you, you teen? watching Planet of the Apes? Are you a teen? Did you like Planet of the Apes? Sound off, gang. <laughs> Let them know on TikTok. Let them know on TikTok. <laughs> Hashtag Planet, Planet of the Apes dance. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, apes together strong. Apes together strong. Ooh. Um, well, you go oh. apes and you do like the hip movement, and you go like bam. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. a whole dance. Or yeah, you do the two circles that the yeah. two somersaults that Koba did. He does like a whole <laughs> yeah, dance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He does have a little do dance. Do that. Where he's like, huh? With like, oh, and you do oh, the somersault. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots people, kills them. Yeah, that's a, that's a part of it. What's too. the? We gotta figure out yeah. what the song is. So you can be like, huh? And then do a somersault. I'll be like, blam, blam, to the beat of the music. Like you're killing two men. Something by the monkeys. The Dope Cat's newest song. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, <laughs> here's something I here here's a piece of legislation I want to introduce. Um, that if I'm okay. ever like holding elected office, I would like to introduce to the Supreme Court, which is that I think we need Sorry. to institute a list of banned words in blockbuster movie titles. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apes. <laughs> no. Apes. <laughs> oh, <excuse me. laughs> Apes is fine. Here's my short list. I think it is... I think the band list is Rise, Dawn, War, Age, and Dark. I think those are the five words. Era. Era? Era. When did we ever use Era? I don't know. I'm just thinking of that. Okay. Sounds it's, like it's same. in the same Makes sense. My I mean, thing is yeah. that this... It doesn't make sense, the no. order of these movies, no, because dawn yeah, comes, and then you rise! You rise and after then you war. I'm sure we've talked and about this on the war. podcast. 
I purport. We have, but I'm just bringing it again. I purport. I'm bringing it again. That the sun is still rising uh-huh. even before it has dawned. It had to rise to get to the horizon. That's my explanation. It was but rising, I'm, it was rising, dawn, it was rising, but, and then it dawned, and then it went to war. But dawn is like, implication is, like, this is the beginning of the planet of the right. apes. Yeah. Rise because is the beginning they come of the day. to power. Like, that is the implication. Which is what happens but in this movie. Which is, yes, which is their rise happened. This, and their dawn happened in the past. It's true. So it doesn't. The and war then they just abandoned. And then, but yeah, but then it's a weird thing because it's like you just have to abandon that after that, right? Like even if it was right, or even if it was yeah. dawn and then rise, like the day of the planet of the apes. The yeah, yeah. The sun is up That's now the of the planet size. of the apes. Yeah, the, you better put your SPF fifty on. The apes the are dusk. coming. The dusk of the planet of the apes, but that's not even true because they're doing pretty good by the that. end of it. The apes are I mean, doing pretty like the, I made that joke. I mean, in the next one, in the next one, Caesar does. Spoiler alert for War for the Planet of the Apes: Caesar does die, so it is kind of like a sunset on Caesar's time. Right, right. That's true. So that's sunset of the apes. Sunset of the apes. It's a wrap on Caesar. <laughs> Everybody applaud. Planet, of, of, the planet apes, of the colon, apes. That's a wrap on Caesar. <laughs> Caesar wrap. Uh, but yeah, like, I, we've have to have said this so many times. I think the naming convention for Planet of the Apes needs a shake-up. Garbage. Blank garbage. of yeah. the Planet of the Apes is so yeah, long and so hard so to say. Planet of the Apes. So many words. And it's I mean, they're, and they're really all easy so to, similar. like, make... Like, there's only one yeah. word difference between all of them. It's hard to tell them apart. Especially when it's, like, the ones from the 60s. There's five of them. And, like, most people haven't seen them. And it's... You don't know which one's which. You're, like, Battle for the yeah. Planet of the Apes... My yeah. alarm for on the my phone. planet of the apes. Alarm <laughs> of the planet of the apes. Conquest of yeah. the planet of the apes. Conquest that monkey's really angry of the planet of the of apes. Of the planet of the apes. Like that monkey has yeah. a gun of the planet of the apes. <laughs> the twelve angry men Not of the planet of the, of the apes. <laughs> we have to. We have to play the VR game. It, right, you right. play, you we play Tasha the Bixie, and Tosh. you get a gun because it takes place in between the two, in in between this one and War. If right, I right. read the thing that I read about I it think correctly. So. Uh, hey Tosh, we're are you in the chat? Out, we're missing out on important lore that we're only get by living as a monkey with right. a machine gun. Okay, Tosh, I don't know if you're here. If you're here, make a noise. Tosh, our one friend who has a VR setup. If you're here. Um, but, uh... Wait, why is the microwave fucking up the Wi-Fi? <laughs> our microwave does that. Our microwave literally, like, disrupts the Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, you have a powerful microwave or really weak I was about wifi. to say. And, but it also fucks up, like, Bluetooth signals also. So if you're, like, listening to huh. music in powerful the kitchen... Powerful microwave! You need a new <laughs> microwave, dog, and yeah, that's your microwave hack into the mainframe. Because uh, like, 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 it might be radioactive. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was about to say, it's like there's like a Russian like sleeper agent there. He's like, this is like a microwave <laughs> that you would like give to a military. It's like, it's a regular microwave and it messes up all their signals and all the bombs go off. That's the microwave that Maybe. you have. Okay, noted. We'll try to get a new microwave. Uh, a new microwave. They're like a dollar at Goodwill, bro. <laughs> but um, 
I think I'll talk to Tosh. I think we can pull some strings. I mean, I would be the only one playing it because we're all in different places. Yes. But I could like screen share to you guys and we could stream it all as as one as apes together strong. I'll see if I can pull some strings. As apes together strong. Um, Because I want to know because it doesn't look that good. (laughs) And that's the magical part. Do you get to customize your part is I hope to god that you get to i hope they don't just drop you in a chimpanzee and like you have a gun i think in one of the screenshots here first of all it's not a popular game there's not a (laughs) lot of it on the internet so i tried to see like if i could like find gameplay or anything i couldn't really find anything i saw what i think might have been a character creation screen but it might be just like changing like what gun you have or whatever but i hope to god it was a character creation screen I want to make my plan of the Apes OC so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I am looking at the speedrun.com uh Oh, hold on. I don't think there's even an entry for Crisis on the Planet of the Apes on speedrun.com. Oh, so if you do any speed, it's going to be the world record. Could we could we pioneer a speedrun for Crisis on the Planet of the Apes? Do they? I mean, for VR games, is because it's such a new thing. Are there speed runs for a lot of those games? I'm positive there are. Because there's not a lot of them to begin with, honestly. Super hot, probably definitely a speed run. Oh yeah, though. a VR speed run for super hot, absolutely. And I'm sure they're freaking crazy. I'm sure those are awesome to watch. So there's no page on speedrun.com for Crisis on the Planet of the Apes. So maybe this is a market we can corner. Yes, absolutely. We're going to be the first speedrunners for Crisis to the Planet of the Apes. You in a, in a VR headset for maybe the third time in your life. <laughs> right, exactly. Let's go. Yeah, like, let's figure this shit out. Let's figure this shit out, boy. I think I have a video of you using a VR headset for the first time. At Bailey's you house. See how much I don't think it was the first oh, time. Yeah. I'm not sure if well, I was that. I was say maybe. I don't know. It was the life. first time I, don't know. I used I'll follow you around. It was the first time. I think my first time, it was playing lightsaber. Beat Saber. Beat Saber. Saber Beat. Beat right. the Saber. It was playing that game. I think, I don't think that was my first time, but like at Uncle Ryan's house, where right. Anna freaking kicked Yuri. ass and Beat Saber. <laughs> right. uh, okay, this is not good podcast content. So It's not. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I think, I have a weird relationship with this movie because, if anything... This movie feels kind of like the least political of all of them in a weird kind of way, at least to me, mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, you know, I think Rise of the Planet of the Apes has a very interesting thing to say about, like, systemic oppression and, like, the relationship you can mm-hmm. have with your oppressors, even if they're, like, friends and family, you know? So, like, that is, like, mm-hmm. a very topical, very modern thing to talk about. And War for the Planet of the Apes is very much about, like, actual physical, like, fascism, sort of. And, like, and like the reason why, like, out-and-out, like, non-subtle hate can, can happen, you know? Whereas, I think mm-hmm. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is really going far out of their way to make you think about the apes and the humans as like equals like really and truly they're like on Mm -hmm. a level playing field in this world and so it's just like a very classical like how wild is it that sometimes people can be evil yeah like is it more weird yeah like kill people yeah Um, i think that this i think that this movie is 
probably no, definitely the most like Shakespearean of all right. of the Planet of the Apes movies. Sure. But it's very yeah. much it's literally Caesar just, is Caesar yeah. waging war. I mean, we have Brutus. It's a weird twist where they make Brutus much more the bad guy. As Koba's a fascist, <laughs> right. he is a bad guy. He he's like killing and murdering only because he has an agenda against the humans. Mm-hmm. And I mean, versus Brutus, who kills Caesar because he genuinely believes that Caesar's doing something really shitty for everybody. Right. And so it, it it's an interesting take on the very Shakespearean ideas. But like, I feel like. This movie is just as effective as a plot synopsis as it is as a film, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when someone tells you all the things that happen in it, you're like, oh, that's really interesting. But then, like, watching it all happen is just kind of like... I, I you, Like, you kind of know what we're doing the whole time. Like, I hate to say it, it's like, I knew how the movie was going to end. It's right. super predictable. But, like, because it's so Shakespearean... Like, right. I know that Koba's gonna try to kill Caesar. I know that Caesar's not really gonna be dead. I know that blah, blah, blah. I know that tensions are gonna rise the whole movie and then come to a head because of Koba. Like, I... We always say this, it's like it's like the number one thing that normies say when they don't like a movie. They're like, it was super predictable. I knew what was gonna happen. It's right. like, well, sometimes that's good. But in this instance, because... Especially because the pacing is pretty slow before we like kind of come to a head with the conflict which is intentional because we're building right. tension between the humans and the chimpanzees and like we're we're slowly building that tension but because you kind of know where that tension is gonna break you're kind of just waiting for it to break you know mm-hmm. i mean i think there is something to say about the pitch of like unvetted fear is like usually a a direct route to like huge amounts of conflict right like mm-hmm. like the, it is significant that caesar is the one who is most likely attempting to stop like a- any of the apes from fighting because he has been around and has empathy for humans and right. has them and like has loved them and that's something mm-hmm. that is like like especially if you come from like a culture that has not historically had a pleasant experience with other countries. Right. Um, uh-huh, that can be uh-huh. something that's very difficult to like teach away or like right. get mm-hmm. out of, but it can also be something that's hard to learn as well. Mm-hmm. And you see that with mm-hmm. his, where like he, even he's like, oh yeah, literally humans killed my friend. Like they're the reason why my was shot. Right. So he mm-hmm. didn't. Well, Koba kills him, but yeah, he get like yeah. Ash gets shot because of them. Mm-hmm. So it is. I think that it's interesting to, like, this movie is mostly about like fear mongering and mm-hmm. how like even the li- a little amount of empathy can really drive you away from like that kind of weird, unrampant fear of something. Right, right. And it, mm-hmm. it and and to at this point it's a failure. Like they don't succeed. Yeah. And that's cool to mm-hmm. see. I like I I like this one. I think this one yeah. Oh yeah. I mean I don't know. Yeah, I no, think I think this movie yeah. I think each of these movies is better than the than the last. I yeah. Oh, a lot of people absolutely. think this is the best one, but those people are very wrong. They're very wrong. War for the Planet of the Apes is maybe one of the best movies ever made. Okay. I will die on that hill. Uh, it makes me sad. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I think that just becomes a product of like this one's just kind of the most of a bummer out of all three of them to me. Like, yeah, it's just I like think this that thing. the third one is the most of a bummer. 
I don't know. I but feel it like ends this happy. one it's it's so much more about like trying I mean, and trying and trying and trying and trying to prevent something from happening. And then it just fucking does. And there's nothing you mm-hmm. can do about it, you know? And it's like, you know, that's the whole point of this movie. It's like, it's hard to get along with people sometimes. And it's especially on mm-hmm. these like large scales where you're trying to corral so many people. All it takes is one person being a dickhead to like wreck everything. And even when like mm-hmm. both sides are on equal footing and you both have the best intentions of trying to do something right for both of you, you can be corrupted from the inside out by just like fear and anxiety and Gary Oldman can get blown up in a subway tunnel and you're trying Mm -hmm. to like keep that from happening the whole time and then it just does and you're like, fuck. And you can't keep Gary Oldman from exploding. We've learned this time and time again. Yeah. I do think it's <laughs> funny. Come on already. We all know <laughs> Gary Oldman's gonna blow up. Yeah. I do love that this like franchise has a repeating pattern of like beloved character actor older, bland <laughs> white man. Right. Animated apes. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Well the third one doesn't all, really have it. It's always different. There's only they like Woody Harrelson's kind of the say, only guy in the I thought you were gonna one. say they I thought you were going to say bland, bland science woman. I thought is what you were going to say. Oh. <laughs> I mean, also That's also true. a thing that no, happens. Well, Carrie Russell's not a scientist yeah. in this, is she? No, she's, she's a, a nurse, doctor. Though. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. She's definitely more interesting than the girlfriend in the first one, right. mainly because she does more stuff, but she still doesn't do as much stuff as anybody else in the film. <laughs> right. And all Cornelia does is have a baby and be sick. Right. So, oh, no. Cornelia but... is only there to get fridged. Like, Hondo yeah. P. But is Judy Greer, though? Is Judy Greer It is Judy Greer. I know. And, and... Like, yeah, I'm uh, fine with Koba, her being here because it's Judy Greer. Koba was in uh, the King Kong. Uh, yeah, Kong played, Skull Island. He, he was King Kong. Kong. He was Kong. He was Kong and the guy. The, like, soldier who right. dies. I'm pretty Writing sure a he's letter a to his son, dear Billy, dear Billy. <laughs> right. Oh, it was him. That's fun. Yeah. Tearing and also he's in Black him. Mirror. Also, he's an episode of Black Mirror. Okay. He's in Black Mirror. But wee yeah, woo, I think... wee woo, Black Mirror alert. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. I think that this movie does kind of have a lot in common with Kong Skull Island thematically. Because I kept thinking about it. Because like it's two people who don't want to fight about something. They're like, oh, we're gonna fight about it. But we they end up fighting about <laughs> it and they just can't stop it. Yeah. You know. And, like, mm-hmm. I t- it took me a really long time being, like, the whole point of this movie is, like, you know, it only takes, it's so much harder to, really, on a large scale, when you evolve a lot of people, it's so much harder to not fight than it is to fight. Like, it only takes one person oh, yeah. to want to fight for you to start fighting. And I was, like, what movie have I said that about before on the podcast? I was, like, I know I said that about something. And I finally figured out it was Cog Skull Island, which is just, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, these movies are kind of saying similar things, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, big big gorilla, I want to hug it. That's another thing that they're saying. <laughs> right. Luca, that's, that's the weird thing of the through line, because the gorilla that's, like, actually gorilla in the first movie, I forget what his name is, but he's the one that jumps into the helicopter, and it's amazing. <laughs> right. But in the second one, the, uh, the other gorilla that we see, that's Luca. That's the guy that's, like, the ride or die in the third one. He's, like, a part of the gang. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird, because it feels like we're just, like, playing in these big gorillas, and he, like, doesn't become important till the third one. Right. 
this is just me being obsessed with the Planet of the Apes. But I, th- I think it's weird because, like, Luca is in this one, but he's not a main character, which is just strange. Because, like, Rocket is here, Koba's here, Caesar's here, Maurice is here, and then they kind of just, like, add Luca in at the end. They put Luca in just for diversity. Hate to see it. <laughs> I right. know. Um, for yeah, ape just... diversity. Yeah, the token gorilla. <laughs> Classic. I know, am I right? <laughs> Every time. Uh, I, I, yeah, I thought sing. about if they do it in Sing, they have a token gorilla. Can I say, can I just, I miss, here's the thing. I'm so sorry. Are you going to talk about but Sing? My sister and I, we've been listening to the Sing version of I'm Still Standing. And then the Rocket uh-huh. Man version of I'm Still Standing. And right. then just the original standing. But Taryn, I'm pretty sure that they only did Rocket Man because Taryn was the gorilla in Sing. And they're like, right. man, this pipes he would yeah. be so good he's really good at, at singing and doing this elton john song so you think he'd be good at all the other ones and he was, he was. I mean, yeah that is one of those weird ones where it's it's one of those castings where you're like this guy doesn't look the first thing like elton john this guy looks like the opposite of elton john but like yeah too handsome but then it Sorry. turns out that if you just put anybody in big glasses they kind of look like, like Elton John, John, so it worked out pretty yeah. okay. Just like generically white with glasses, you're like, oh yeah, sure. It could be Elton John. You're kind of blonde. Oh, and like that, like in that like widow's peak, like cap that he like sometimes yeah. wears. You know, you're right. like, oh, that could be Elton yeah, John. It could yeah. be him. Uh, so this is my <laughs> first Planet of the Apes podcast since watching the original one for the first time the other day. Um. And I just want to oh, uh, yeah, yeah. point out that I never quite got that they call Charlton Heston Bright Eyes in Planet of the Apes. That's, like, what the apes call mm-hmm. him. So, like, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, they call the original monkey Bright Eyes. Just like, oh, it's not really wow. connected in any meaningful uh, way, but it's just, like, yeah. a callback. Um, but, but that's like, how they call like, Bright Eyes. Because he's I mean, like, oh, I'm on an alien planet. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the it's fuck? It's basically like a... <laughs> It's like how Jesus called, like, his friend Simon Peter, which means rock, and then 2000... Rocky Years Balboa! Later. Oh, it's the, it's the callback <laughs> right. to Jesus! You're like, no, it's not, really. Like, not no, right. I would have known about that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, this movie has, like, a weird relationship with with continuity to the original Planet of the Apes movies, because they're trying to, like, reference it sometimes, but it is also, like, mm-hmm. obviously not a direct prequel in that way, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. Cornelius... And even if it is, yeah. Cornelius is the Roddy McDowell character that's, like, the main ape in Planet of the Apes. And Cornelius in these movies is the, is Caesar's son, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think they're trying to say that Caesar's son is gonna grow up and get some pants and be the lead scientist and be a of the science man yeah, yeah. Like, i don't think that's what they're saying but they are like trying to just like make that a bit i guess well i think even just like kind of establishing the ape society to be like oh he's named after caesar's son because caesar's like the king of the apes so it became right. a popular name it's like Maybe. when people name their kid elizabeth because queen elizabeth was named that stuff right. like that i know it's not where the name came from but you know what right I mean. no, yeah i get you <laughs> like it, it's like it's a part of like the ape culture so it makes sense that these two characters have the same name because that name became important because of caesar right is there a zira in these that's what the girl is named, right? I don't know. Hot girl. 
Hot girl? No, but what, what do you mean? Oh. Zira in the original? I, no, in the yeah. original ones, Zira's the lady ape. That's like Roddy McDowell's Yeah, wife. I don't, I don't gotcha. think there is. I was asking if there's a Zira Mine, in I the modern remember. ones. I don't think there is one in the modern okay, ones. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because, uh, oh, what's his name? Blue Eyes, his name, his girlfriend's name is River, right? It's Lake, actually. Lake? <laughs> but River's a real name. Lake is yeah. not a name. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so Judy Greer is playing a character named Cornelia. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, Baby from the first one, but same name. Blue Eyes is the son. son. Not the baby son, but the adult son. The adult son. The large adult son. son. Scratch. Single male adult son. (laughs) But... Okay, anyway, that wasn't interesting. Um, My question... Anyway. (laughs) Go ahead, Keisha. My question that came up in my brain when I was watching was, um, at what point do they start enslaving human beings? (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, that's what they kind of are doing, because in Planet of the Apes, it's like, they're not enslaved. They're just, like, animals that they, like, hunt and, like, put in zoos or whatever. And, like... That's, yeah. They, like, really explicit about it in War for the Planet of the Apes where it's like, oh, this is where there's, like, a secondary element to this disease that, like, causes humans to be... It, like, mutates. Like, yeah. yeah, mutates makes them non You can't speak anymore. Which I think I've is... I've seen Wicked. Pretty wild. <laughs> no. um, but, yeah, anyway. Um, have you guys seen Planet of the Apes lately? I keep catching yeah. like either a weird middle bit or the end of it every time I stay at a hotel, but I have right. not like actually sat down and watched the full it thing. Is... I forever laugh at you blew it up, and that's about <laughs> right. it. Well, it's I am always I watched it for the first time about a week ago, and it is about surprising a about a week ago. It is surprising how good it is considering it's from 1960 whatever, but. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing about it will always consistently be that he just, like, makes a human girlfriend on the planet, which is just, like, clearly, yeah. like, an animal. And it's not, like, yeah. a, a narrative tension. It's not, like, oh, is no. she even a real person? It's just, like, this is my... I don't, I don't think he says, like, my girlfriend or my wife, but they clearly, yeah. like, yeah. are, like, have, like, a partnership, like, a romantic partnership throughout the whole movie. And yeah. it's, like, just They're never They're like, that addressed. hot woman, she is yours. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, absolutely not this addressed. This woman who can consent to nothing. She is <laughs> right? barely a person. Yeah, well, yours have you seen, now. Have you seen Bojack Horseman? Not all of no, it, No, I but... need to. There's, yes. like, this plot line where, like, they still eat chicken and then oh. Todd, oh, yeah. a human character, is like, wait a second, like, where do they get this chicken from? And then he goes to the farm, and they're all, like, humanoid chickens, but they don't, like, they don't, can't think yeah. because it's been bred out of them. So he saves all of them and then starts dating one of them. <laughs> but she's very much, like, a just chicken. a chicken. Right, that's what it's yeah. like, exactly. <laughs> Which maybe that's derivative, but I mean, like, yeah, maybe just, that's what they were talking about. Maybe yeah. they were just like, playing names, and they're like, "Hold on." Um, and it's like, like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not direct pre- prequel because they do things like that, where it's like it doesn't line up quite right. And also, if you just like look at the timeline of like, I get in the original, how long is the guy up in space before he comes back? And he's like, "Oh, I'm on the oh, planet." Like it's a time, just, it's like a wormhole. 
problem. Yeah, whatever. So probably it's multi. Whatever. But yeah, it's like because if it if if it's way off in the future, we establish at the end of the third one that all of the surviving humans have been wiped out by that avalanche. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no humans left. So they're in the original one. They're like, oh, we there's all these humans and they're funny little animals. Like it's just like no, there's not any humans left. They all died. They all got hit by a bunch right. of snow and now they're dead. <clears throat> I suppose. I mean, I get. I mean, it's. I think it's implied that some of the, like, mute ones survived, obviously, because that's what they're trying to set up. It's like, this becomes... Well, no, because remember, they were killing the mute ones. Yeah, but Well, okay, around. here's the thing. Is this... Is is this a reboot, or is it a prequel? It's what both. is it? <laughs> it's kind of okay. both. That's just how it so works. So then the humans yeah. aren't dead. Also, the humans exist outside of North America! <laughs> True. So. True, Adeline. Am I right? They're survivors. You don't get to say, am I right? You were wrong. (laughs) You can say no. I did. Hey. (laughs) No, you were not I asked a question, and honestly, I'm feeling kind of attacked right right now. Okay, that's right. But I do want to say. Okay, I need to do a similar thing. No, we are a team. We're a team. We're exploring this content together. We are all. We are like the, the group we of are young castaways. men who discovered that, like the the like cave paintings in Paris. We are them. Right. Got like, it. Got it. Us. We're anthropologists. We and we're gonna. And we're gonna pre- no, they were just teenage boys. Okay. We're okay. gonna protect this cave from mold. That's our plan. That's our strategy. <laughs> we're gonna protect Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes yes. from mold. From mold. Yes. I do want to say, I like, I love the first shot of this movie. It's a continuation of the end credits of the first mm-hmm. one where we wipe all, wipe, wipe out all of humanity. And, and, yeah, which is so good. It's done so well. I made the mistake. I was curious, so I opened up the CinemaSins for this one and right. I watched it. Oh, I should And you that. know that this, you know that this motherfucker hates the fact that they kill off humanity in that scene. He's <laughs> like, you just kill off all of humanity in 10 seconds? And I'm just like, Yes, it's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's so wild. effective. You know exactly what happened. You're immediately caught up. Like, if you walked out of the theater too early and didn't catch that, they're like, yeah, <laughs> right. no, everybody's fucking dead. Like, yeah. we are showing you exactly, like, the, like, airplane lines of, like, where the virus goes. And then that end part where you just see all of, like, the lights of where all the viruses just, like, go out and you, like, just see the planet. Mm. It's so good. Right. And the fact that it's scarily relevant to covid (laughs) is so good like it's just amazing i noted how sort of like unpolitical this movie feels but the one thing which is you know obviously odd because it is about a killer disease in a certain way so it's weird how like not that resonant it all feels in that particular respect but the one thing that did like strike a chord was like uh that it there's that moment at the beginning where it's like the virus becomes sort of a, a, I don't know, I guess there's not really a better way to express it than, like, a point of racism among the people who are getting the virus, right? Like, that guy blames Mm -hmm. the apes for the virus in the same way that, like, people were, like, blaming Chinese people for the virus, as there still are, Mm -hmm. as COVID is happening. But, like, that was, like, the one moment that that was, like, exactly, Mm -hmm. uh, that was, like, the one, like, observation they made that I was like, that strikes a chord. That feels like something that's relevant. Yeah. But the rest of it is just like, yeah, there's a virus. They all died uh, next. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's because we're, we, if the virus is, like, going on, like, as the virus is going on and humans are going extinct, we're just building up this little house. So we're, like, getting to the end, we're, like, we've built a little society while their society's crawling apart, and now we're at the point where, like, we've evened out, and now there's, like, the struggle for who's gonna right. go that way. Yeah. yeah, I totally get it. I do think that they didn't know about COVID when they made this. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Because, <laughs> yeah. I think they did. But, but I do think <laughs> I, they did. They predicted, they it. told us, they tried to tell us. COVID did yeah, Have you ever wondered what COVID it, but, like, is short for? It's short for COBA virus. Oh, COBA. COBA. <laughs> but, yeah, I do think... I, what I think is so cool about that montage is that it's not just like, oh, everybody died of the virus. It's like a bunch of people were dying from the virus and then everybody fucking turned on each other because of the virus. Right. And then like this stuff that's like, oh, we can't stop this thing. We can't stop this nuclear thing from melting down. It's just, it's going to happen. They're like, oh, we're, everybody who's like not dying of the virus is just going to get killed in the fighting. Like stuff like right. that. I, th I thought was super cool because like I feel like it totally levels up. Or sets up, not levels up, Jesus. Like, sets up the world that we go to when the apes come. Because, like, that last, like, stronghold that we see, the city in San Francisco, the fact that, like, everybody is so, like, upset and touchy and, like, at the drop of a hat, he's like, I can't, like, just calm down these people with a bullhorn for forever. It's because right. they're... It's not like, oh, everybody died and then we just kind of, like, withered away and here we are. It's like, no, there's been years of fighting and right. huge disasters and, like... It, it wasn't just, like, this calm, like, oh, everybody died, and now we're here. It was, like, there was, like, been conflict for years, right, and right. now we're here. Mm -hmm. Like, humanity is not just, it's, like, we're literally on our last legs. Like, we're killing ourselves just as much as the apes are killing us. Right. Which is kind Except of funny, because Gary, Old right. Gary Oldman blows himself up. He, the ape True. doesn't blow him up, he blows himself up. Yeah, gets blown and up. Also, yeah, and also, who was doing the experimenting and making all... Who made the monkeys? Who who made Frankenstein? Wow. Uh, it was Victor Frankenstein. Although the one thing that I think that this movie doesn't nail about a pandemic is whenever you hmm. cut to the the boys like journal, the teenage boys journal, and he's got all these drawings that say yeah. things like quarantine on it, like he's expressing himself and his feelings about the whole virus. It's like now, like not mm -hmm. even two years in. We are all just so sick of thinking about quarantines and social distancing and coronavirus oh, yeah. and whatever. Like, not a chance in hell would your journal be like, quarantine, hospital zone. Like, that's just not how it would work. If you're, like, yeah. in this world for years and years, not a chance in hell would that be what your journal looks like, I have found. Also, no mention yeah. of toilet paper. And that's strange. True. So, yeah. Hello. They go to that seventy six, and they don't even look for toilet. paper. I mean, paper? look, toilet Come paper doesn't on. go bad. If there's only a you know hundred and fifty yeah, people in the world, goes, I'm sure there's enough goes to go around. No longer. <laughs> yeah, well, it goes pretty fast though. <laughs> <laughs> <I do. laughs> that's all we all thought. <laughs> we thought we didn't, we didn't have to worry about the eggs and the bread and the milk, but it was right. the paper products that we could <laughs> and the cleaning the supplies. Uh, yeah, not no. the canned food, just the toilet paper. That's all we needed. But I do want to say, I do think... I had a point. Oh, we are all on the same page with this, but it's a literal criminal crime that Andy Serkis has not gotten an Oscar for mm -hmm. any of his performances right, in his films. Oh my god, Caesar <laughs> in this movie is so good. He's so good. Like, just, like, so much emotion he conveys. Like, that scene kind of towards the beginning where they're, like, all kind of, like, arguing on what to do. And they, like, start to, like, like actually argue and, like, talk over each other. And then, like, Caesar just goes, like, no! And everybody goes quiet. It's, right. like, it's just... 
it's so good and throughout the whole movie he gives off so much emotion like it's just he's so good and like half of it is the technology actually like making it so you can see his performance more and the other half is just like andy circus like kind of like portraying him more as like like the king like mature like person that he is like right. it's just it's so good so good yeah and it's just weird yeah. that, and like... the scene between his son like when he's shot on the couch Right. So yeah. It's, oh, just, yeah. it's just excellent. It's excellent. I think it's mm -hmm. weird how much, like, this is basically the only modern example of the like genre of movie that used to be like the only kind of blockbuster for generations, which was like the high historical drama about like kings and war and all like you know mm -hmm. these big picture things like your cleopatras and ben hurs or whatever you know like ten commandments yeah. these like historical epics and like this is it's just so weird that we like fully and completely do not make those movies anymore don't do like, that anymore those we were, don't like, care anymore <laughs> yeah those were like the movies that made money for like 40 years and then we just kind of decided we didn't want to anymore and this is like the closest thing that we've gotten to like one of those and i just think oh, it's yeah. interesting like because, like, even stuff like Gladiator is not really about that. It's not about, like, kings and, like, Shakespearean, like, drama and, like, geopolitical whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, it's like an underdog story about a guy who's... Isn't, in Gladiator, isn't he a slave who, like, rises up and does something? I don't know. I haven't seen Gladiator. But it's uh, not. he's not, like, a king. He's not, like, a person. I, I was not entertained. Yeah. True. I was not in Gladiator, so uh, I don't know. But, but yeah, it's just weird. Like, we just fully and completely don't do that anymore. And I don't really get why, because it's yeah. still interesting. Like, these movies I think work. it's just that... I think it's just that it's maybe not in, like, movie format as often. Right. Because And, like, we go through cycles of, like, what people love. Like, mm. we're not seeing a billion Westerns being made anymore. Right. But, like, we that's should. what... Like, we you're should. I, well... I, I, I was a gun smoke kid. Actually, we watched The Rifleman in my house a lot. Right. And I'm mm. not really super pro-gun, but I'm pro The Rifleman. <laughs> I think that you can still... I, it's pro somewhere. Rifleman. It's somewhere on. The Rifleman is a good show starring Chuck... Who is it? Who is it that's doing the the vampire cowboy movie? Who is Chloe that? Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yes, 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 yes. But what I was gonna say is like like Game of Thrones is exactly what we're talking about. I guess that's true. Oh, I guess Game of Thrones like is that. I think that I think like this kind of like kings going to war like big titans fighting against each other does like series that because like a slow chess game is what people enjoy that also still has like little juicy bits right and this mm -hmm. this movie series does that but then mm -hmm. there's also like slow human character parts that i don't care about <laughs> i don't care about well i don't care about your da damn and i <laughs> that you don't really like your stepmom carrie <laughs> russell which is also the carrie russell movie we've talked about this month right right true <laughs> we should do uh... but i just i yeah. wish i cared more right I don't know. I think all that stuff I works. Think... I think this movie's just like well directed enough that it that oh, it holds yeah. your attention through all that stuff, even if it's not your favorite part of it, you know. And I think at the yeah. end of the mm -hmm. day, 
I think this movie fundamentally has a problem, which is that, like, the mocap performances are always a bazillion times more engaging than any of the live-action ones, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think Gary Oldman's pretty good in this, but I think Jason yeah. Clark and Carrie Russell are fine. I think they're, like, totally acceptable. Doing yeah, much. They're right really one. not doing much. Right. Yeah. Um, and I just never liked Jason Clark. Jason Clark is one of those guys that's always a red flag for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I've just got it. And I do Jason think Clark. that like I think that you have to have a special kind of talent to work alongside like a motion capture person. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because like that's a whole level of acting. I'm talking to a chimpanzee. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. A war it's general. And and especially since and the technology isn't like super old now but like that oh no this movie, movie looks pretty good movie, yeah it was it's still like something that people aren't super used to and right. that mm-hmm. you can tell because like gary oldman doesn't work oh gary oldman a is just fantastic but also he doesn't like do a ton of stuff with the apes so it's not like he's no. constantly like right. let me make eye contact with andy Sir- <laughs> right true i am yeah engaging with him in a way that Right. Yeah. <laughs> I um I was listening to uh Jamie Bell on a podcast a little while ago. Uh who's the guy who played Tintin in the Spielberg movie. Um and somebody mm-hmm. asked him like, you know, you were good in that movie. Have you ever like tried out for any other like mocap roles? Like did you ever like why haven't you like stayed in that niche? And he was like what he said was that the technology is so profoundly different today than it was in even like whatever it was like 2011 when they were making Tintin that he was like, Oh yeah. It's like not even the same. Like, I mean, it is a little bit, but it's like, it's so different. It's like barely even the same skill set anymore. Like this technology is evolving mm-hmm. so quickly that like, unless you're like in it all the time, you will just get like left behind so fast, which I think is fascinating mm-hmm. because there are, I've just like, it's something you like notice. It's like, there's a lot of people who were like good in a mocap movie one time. Or even, like, a few times. And you're like, why didn't they keep doing that? And they just stopped at a certain point. Because I'm sure they were like, I built these skills. And they, they're they not even relevant mm-hmm. anymore. Like, the technology has completely changed. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, for instance. <laughs> um, All she did was walk. She didn't do anything. Uh, who, was, who played Beowulf? Wasn't that somebody? Uh, uh, I don't remember who played him. The Beowulf? Man, we should do it. We should do it. I really want to talk about that yeah. movie. Oh, it's Ray Winstone. We do talk about it a lot. Ray Winstone. He played Growl it? Tiger in Cats. <gasps> Growl Tiger. My second favorite cats. cat from Cats. Yeah, um, I May I say, I was playing a game with my family. Supposed to, like, write down a whole list of just, like, you're trying to come up with the same list as somebody else. Uh-huh. And the theme was mm-hmm. famous cats. And <laughs> I didn't think of Garfield. I didn't think of Tom from Tom and Jerry. I wrote down uh-huh. every cat from cats. the railway cat. <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Mistopheles. Mr. Like, Mistopheles. They were like, Keisha, um, uh, you ever heard of, like, Simba from The Lion King? Or, like, <laughs> Salem from, from Sabrina the Teach Witch? I said, Sabrina? No, 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 and you're no, like, no. no, no. no. I said, a rum tum tugger is a serious cat. Or a curious cat. No, it's serious. It's a serious cat. I said, Bombalorina. Um, what about Victoria? <laughs> Bombalorina. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's Taylor Swift play? Bombalorina. That's, yeah, 
Yes, Bombalarina. Is that Bombalarina? Yes. Does she and choose that name in the story? <laughs> oh, is there a moment no. where they're like, what's your name? And she's like, Bumbalarina. Or does she just, she just like, I don't know, Bumbalarina. They don't earn their names in the movie. <laughs> Well, but I thought they had like their their like cat name and then their like true right. self name. I thought yeah, that they was the do thing. say that. Well, they, yeah, there's like you have your cat name, the name that the humans call you, and then there's a name that's only they know it. But we don't. Then they don't do anything don't with that. You're like, what is that? that? <laughs> what is? You say, oh, what? they just say that. I was about to say, did these motherfuckers name their cat Bumbleino? <laughs> No, because it's T.S. Eliot writing poems for his grandkids. Like, yeah. That line doesn't mean anything, but it's just in a song, and now it's canon, and people talk about now it. it's like, canon. We're talking about it right now. Because he didn't think about it. Right. Like, Here's a fun bedtime poem for my grandkids. Cut to What if this Taylor was a Swift. whole musical for two little hours? Cut to and, Taylor Swift being born. Yeah. And that is motion capture, baby. Motion capture. True. For Have you heard about how wild that motion capture setup was, though? Yes. Because they literally... Yes, for, I have. For I cats, a lot <laughs> Yeah, for cats, they did not have motion capture suits. Mm-mm. They were not doing motion capture. They were literally just, like, filming them in normal clothes on the day and just passing it off to animators oh being, like, make them into cats pretty, please. Yeah. And that's oh my why, god, is that yeah. why it looks like shit? Yeah. That's why it looks so bad. And that's oh why... Oh my god, why did they rushed. do that? Yeah, it's why it was not finished when it came out, because yeah. they were literally, like, working on it until the Just, last like, possible second. Just, like, animate the whole thing, bitch. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? Well, like, so much of those suits is just, like, to give the animators a framework. Like, the animator, when you have the full mocap suit... The animators still have to do a lot. Not to say it's, like, it's easy with mocap suits. Like, they still have to do yeah. a whole lot. But it gives them, like, the patchwork and, like, the skeleton to, like, yeah. work with. Yeah. So they just be like... Like, have you ever, like, tried to, like... You do, like, the fun Instagram <laughs> edits where you, like, draw a t-shirt on yourself or whatever? Right. Imagine having to do that <laughs> for yeah. years. Years, yeah. <laughs> with and CGI on, on a Taylor Swift. You're trying to... Taylor- put- Imagine editing a t-shirt. Yeah, imagine editing pants off of Jason Derulo (laughs) for a year and having to draw on cat body for a year. But then you only have three months to do it. Right, yeah. (laughs) You're like working on it and you turn around to the TV and you realize that they're already playing it on HBO Max or whatever (laughs) the fuck. And you're like, oh, wait, wait, hold on a minute. (laughs) Do you think that Cats would have been good if Andy Serkis directed it? I mean, we'll see. He did direct the Mowgli Netflix movie, which was bad. So That's fair. But uh, that also I didn't, didn't get it. a fair shake. I mean, yeah, that was a very troubled story. But the Yeah. Because I'm trying to he made he's done two movies. He did a movie he did Mowgli, and then his other movie was like a historical drama where Andrew Garfield had like multiple sclerosis or something. Uh, and play baseball. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. And I heard it was pretty okay, and I never saw it. Uh, so I guess we're all just waiting on Venom colon Let There Be Carnage to see, like, to see Andy Serkis's real mocap directed. But Andy chops. can do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope it's so. Like I, uh, part of me, like I want. I don't know what I want. I want Andy Serkis <laughs> to make a good movie, but also I just think about the original Venom and how weird and bad it was and kind of hope that I just get the best of both worlds. I mean, I think that... I just hope they don't silence her. That's, That's all true. I hope. I just hope they don't silence her. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about Venom is that it's profoundly not enough, right? 
Like, there's profoundly, like, nothing going on in that movie, and that's most of why it's so weird and bad. I think Venom, let there be carnage, is going to be too much. That's my prediction. So much. (laughs) Yeah. Much of the so much. I hope. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a a baby bear movie. That'll be right. They'll be, like, a little... Because that's the... Yeah, that's the thing, is that a superhero movie, A, superhero, and and its powers, and then... And then there's conflict. But this movie was like, how what if it's all introduction? <laughs> the end. Right. We introduce you to everything. What if we feel like we fully met Venom right before the big fight and then the movie's over? <laughs> over. What if we did that? <laughs> I, and it's all <laughs> You have to we wait should... four years for the next one. <laughs> we should do Venom before we do Venom too, yeah? Have you not Good. done did you we not do did. Venom? We've never done Venom. You did, you, I've done Venom, but, uh... okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? No, we never did. I'm so surprised okay. by that. No good way to talk about that film without the film happening in front of you. Like, <laughs> right. let's be real. Maybe, just... that's, maybe that's what we can do commentary tracks for. Whenever there's, like, a franchise yeah, movie we want to cover, we can just, like, catch up in commentary tracks without having it take up a slot in our, in our podcast lineup. Does that maybe make sense? I don't yeah. know. This is shop yeah, talk during I the podcast. I'm sure people hate that. Um, Short pork? Koba? I mean, I... Koba. Koba. Koba Revirus is... That's his last name. I don't know if you know that. Um, I did. But I think that he is such an interesting character just because, like... Like, it's so easy, like, for a movie like this, it's so easy for the filmmakers to just be, like, humans, right? Humans fuck everything up. Aren't we the worst? Am I right? That's, like, yeah, the look take. Yeah, look at the rainforest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, like, the take of every movie that's ever been made. Aren't humans so shitty? But I like that this movie doesn't treat the apes as different from humans in any meaningful way, right? Like... The, mm-hmm. the, the things like, it's... We're much more advanced. <laughs> right. Species. The, I, that's my least favorite thing. And like a, and, and when an alien is in a movie and they're like pitiful, puny right. humans. And they're so stupid. Mm-hmm. Invincible. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> I'll call you out. Right. I think you're yeah. great. But I hate that. I hate that trope. I like, hate that trope. Yeah. But it's like this movie's very much commenting on like human nature. But it is extending mm-hmm. that to the apes as well, you know? Yeah, just, and, like, yeah. consciousness. Yeah, I guess so. And I just think that's interesting. Like, I think that's a smart and interesting way to pull off this thing rather than just being like, the apes are so great. They have this great society. Uh, yeah. And the humans... It's, they I mean, don't fight. It's like the Lord of the Rings thing. Lord of the Rings are always like, the humans are so gross and bad. It's like, why can't they be mm-hmm. cool? Like, why can't we do art where... We're cool and good. That's what I would like to see. Yeah. I I do think that... Uh, oh, I had a thought. I was going to lose it. Oh, I do think... In a way, I feel like this movie does kind of address the way that we treat marginalized groups as a hive mind to all think the exact same thing about every issue, which right. just isn't true about any group. Yeah. I do think that they do kind of do that to the apes a little bit. Because right. when we start the movie off, like, Maurice is like, oh, well, uh, things are things. And Caesar's like, no, we're different. We're a family. We're, we all get along and think the same thing. Couldn't be me. And then by the end of the movie... And then, yeah, and by the end of the movie, they're all arguing and Koba shoots him. Like, it's, it's kind of <laughs> right, cool to yeah. be like, well, no. 
Just because you guys are unified in the fact that you're, like, the oppressed group does not mean that you all have the same ideas. It also means some of you have got some pretty bad ideas, like Koba <laughs> yeah. over there with, like, yeah. four machine guns. <laughs> Maybe go stab that guy. The bit where Koba's shooting the guys is so fucking good. Oh, it's yeah. so My phone good. alarm's going yeah, off again. Is. I don't know what's happening. Turn off your fucking alarm, listen, Jackson. Listen, the best hello, I'm talking to you, Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> Have yes. you ever seen a movie scene that is more superior to apes on horses with fire and machine guns? Right. And oh, that like circling shot tank? in the tank. The tank yeah. shot so wild. There's literally so there's cool. never been anything that's better than that, and they're never gonna do anything better than that. Right. Yeah, you're never gonna the top this Hollywood. Who should have been slimed? It should have been Koba. <laughs> I'm upset now. It's such a cool Koba scene. should have hosted the so Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> Get out of here, Keenan. Don't David Dobrik. David Dobrik. I would love to. David Dobrik comes on the stage and he's like, "I've never seen a frame of David Dobrik do anything." He's like, "Hey, I'm David Dobrik. I've got hair." And then you see from the side of the stage, you see, and it's like one of those things where it's like the audience, it's like that Blues Clues where the audience is in on it, and David Dobrik's like, why is everybody laughing? But you see Koba come in from like the wings, uh, and he's got a machine gun, and he's acting <laughs> like a silly monkey, and everybody's laughing, and then he gets like closer and closer to David, and then you see the machine gun go off, and David Dobrik dies, and then Koba like takes the microphone and starts screeching. <laughs> That's yes. my take. I think that's, that's what the Teen Choice Award should have done. That's a good pitch. You want to know what yeah. my moment... I love that. And then, he well, then Koba okay. takes a surfboard and yes. breaks it over David Dobrik's head. <laughs> and then... Yeah, I want to know And he goes, you man, slaves! And we're like, you man, work! Koba! Um, the moment that gets me so good in this movie is right at the end mm. when Caesar and Koba are having their big fight. And when Caesar, like you know, knocks him off the cliff and he's like hanging there, hanging onto him. And Koba's like, ape, not kill ape. And you just see, like, it's such a fucking, cause like the whole, Koba, not to just like explain why it's good. Cause like we saw it, we know yeah, why no, it's good. You. But if you haven't seen it, like the whole bit is like, that Caesar's built this society with these rules. And Koba's like, fuck that society. Fuck those rules. I'm going to do whatever I want. And then, when Caesar beats the shit out of him, he's like, wait, what about your rules and your society? That Surely that will spare me. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. so fucking crazy good in that moment. I think it's so, so wild. Good. And then Caesar making the decision well, then, to kill him anyway. To be like, you are no longer ape. Rules. It's just so like Ben good. de la Creme. It's so good. Exactly. It's just, like, it's yeah, like you, know, have, awesome. you have given up all of your ideal ideals in order to hate and kill and pillage it's like yeah. you you have given up mm. everything that you pretended to care about just to like cause carnage fuck you fall off the building it's right. it's so good i saw and, when i was even, looking for like not even like pretending to care <laughs> about like koba still pre- like cares oh, about yeah. apes yeah. but it's just that like fundamentally caesar never like ca- like never got far enough into like understanding koba past him being an ape like that's such a huge thing to be like you're you are not a monolith like our country is not a monolith we can't just assume that like my my thinking on what my best interest for our society is not going to be the same as what you Mm -hmm. and if i just assuming like that then things are going to get bad because 
and we're not treating each other equal. And then eventually pushing off of a building or exactly. you're shooting someone out you. of a tree <laughs> yeah. and you're bleeding yeah. on, on the on whoever from down the street and that's and then your son's crying. And, and I I And then and next you thing you know <laughs> And props tomorrow. For and your props tomorrow and your wife almost died in labor and all yeah. of this is happening and if you had just listened to your friend who was a slave for most of his life right. just, got one, experimented just one on. time yeah. hello we could have prevented all of this when i was looking hello at, uh, <laughs> when i was looking for letterbox reviews i saw one review that just came from somebody whose perspective on society was very concerning where his first point of uh -huh. critique was like, I just don't buy this. Why Why wouldn't the apes have a prison system and just put Koba in jail? And I was like, all right, dude, <laughs> you okay. do you. Well, anyway, <laughs> I did think another thing that really annoyed me about the CinemaSins for this film is that they always do like the stupid things. I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. care about this. But they're like made, like one of the big sins they did is like, um, and then Caesar's wife is just sick out of nowhere. What's up with that? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She was sick at the beginning of the movie when we introduced her. She's like whimpering and whining. Like, obviously, like if it was just childbirth, it would be different. Like, she's so very clearly sick from the beginning of the movie. Right. And then she like continues to be like sick and frail throughout the whole film. And he's just like, Oosh. and then she's just like sick so that the humans can help her and then we can like them more. It's like, yes, that's the plot mechanic. <laughs> yes, that's how said. movies work. Right. <laughs> that's how you write a script that makes sense and and actions lead into right. each other. Like, what are you... <laughs> There was a long time... I don't get it. ...that I used to watch the cinema scenes for movies before we did the podcast. Just to give myself, like, mm -hmm. a blueprint of, like, what not to say. Like, <laughs> because, like, every once exactly. in a blue moon, like, I'd have, like, a take I was sitting on and then I'd see cinema scenes do it. And in that context, I'm like... That is a bad take. I'm going to not say that. But, like, now we're doing, like, new movies so much more often that there aren't, like, mm -hmm. a Cinnamon Sins 4 just locked and loaded. I kind of miss it. I hate Cinnamon, cinnamon Sins so much. Cinnamon. A Cinnamon Sins. I get so the angry cinnamon whenever. Bear. <laughs> the Cinnamon Sins. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm much more of, like, a Cardamom Sins person. I get, I get so angry every time I watch a CinemaSins video. And like every, I know. like even when it's like a movie I hate, even when it's like a movie I fully despise, I'm like, maybe I can enjoy them ripping on this movie because I hate it so much. It's always like, you are completely wrong about what is bad about this movie. Like every yeah, single exactly. thing you said is bullshit. <laughs> like this sucks. It sucks every single time. I, I just know. hate it so much. Yeah. Um, I just don't need it. Like, maybe that's what we could do on Patreon. Maybe we can do point by point refutations of CinemaSins videos on Patreon. Just yelling at CinemaSins. Yeah, that already yeah, Well, Cinema Wins we is directly a thing. Well, yeah, yeah no, but, yeah, but no, but, no but, there are people who do CinemaSins for CinemaSins. I'm thinking more like. Oh my oh, god! Gotcha. I just broke my pen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I'm thinking more like. I just hate do, when like, I break my pen. <laughs> Counter, counter in the corner. Time Skeisha broke her pen. One. Okay, one. And one, one. One time. Okay, I'll add it. Uh, uh, but I was just thinking, like, we could do, like, a commentary track of, like, CinemaSins videos of, like, movies we've all seen. Yeah. And yeah. we could just get a live reaction of us just being like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I can't even remember. Like, that was the big one that really annoyed me. I think he, he does the one of, like, nobody saw that anybody Koba, sh- that nobody saw that Koba shot Caesar. What's up with that? And it's right. like, it, it was nighttime and there were things going on. <laughs> and they're like, nobody even checked to see if Caesar was okay. It's like, okay, because they're all up in the treehouse still. And, like, and he's like, and then Cornelia and River just hug after Caesar gets shot. It's like, no, or not River, sorry, Blue Eyes. It's like, Blue Wait, Eyes oh. is very clearly, <laughs> Blue Eyes is very clearly trying to keep, uh, trying to keep Cornelia from running over because he just got shot. And the chances of her getting shot as his wife are very high so they're like hey let's wait a second to see if anybody else gets shot right and then and then blue eyes goes over and sees his dad on the ground with a massive bullet hole (laughs) i think after falling off of a fucking cliff so i think i I don't hate him for not checking (laughs) because you got shot and then he gets killed by an arrow in the next movie and that kills him so i mean yeah i think the biggest thing the biggest thing about cinema sins is that if you made a movie Without any of the CinemaSins in it, went back and. But with all of those taken into account, what you're gonna get is like a live action. A bad film. Or yeah. like right. whatever. Like they're just gonna be like. Something with no oh. soul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be like, and look, uh, ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome? Well, <laughs> I don't have it. Right. I yeah, hate just like you. directly <laughs> explaining every pop plot point that happens giving you a little graph to look at of right. where everybody's standing but whenever no anybody graph happens because we don't like the graphs i want to physically if see if the narrator, die if a narrator explains shit to me i'm turning the film off even though i get mad when the movie doesn't point blank explain shit to me like it's just right. Cinema Sins is the fucking worst. Cinema Sins rant. If you like, they're <laughs> bad, and they're still doing it, and that's what blows my mind. Yeah, I thought like I thought watching. we were kind of done, it's and they're still teens. doing it, and they're still there's getting good tweens. views. There's always day, new there's tweens. Like, uh, like uh, five hundred thousand. The edgy fifteen-year-olds <laughs> never stop. The next, the when we're when they turn sixteen, the fourteen-year-olds turn fifteen, and then we're stuck with edgy fifteen-year-olds again. <laughs> Uh, do you want to hear, like, the most recent CinemaSins videos? Because it is dire. They are scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, yeah, because they've been doing it for, like, what, 10 years yeah. at this point? So the most recent videos they've done are Brother Bear, <laughs> The Exorcism of Emily no, Rose, bad take. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Prince Caspian, the tele- oh, no. Prince Caspian? A scanner darkly. The second Chronicles? Okay, so we're scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to film in general, I guess. They just did did Jerry Maguire about a week ago. Oh, cool. Like, what the fuck is this? That's how you know they're doing good. Who is this for? Who's seeing (laughs) that notification being like, a scanner darkly, CinemaSins? Yes, please. Listen, another I time. Click on that shit. <laughs> and another time, I probably would have clicked on a Brother Bear scenario. Well, yeah. Video. Because, yeah. but I, I know Brother Bear isn't that, and I know there's a lot of cultural appropriation problems with it. But yeah. also, listening but to Tina Turner it, sing though. "Great Spirits," I will put it on in my car and I'll cry. Right. It's, it's so sweet. It is so wild. I feel so talented. Every once in a blue moon, I see one that's just like a beloved art film. 
Like they did one for Donnie Darko. Yeah. Like who is that for? Like who? They aren't like yeah. big like well, silly like blockbuster wrong with movies. Scott Pilgrim. It's not even that. Even like like, everything wrong with Scott Pilgrim. It's like, who are you? You're trying to relate to edgy white boys who don't have real opinions. Like, why would you make fun of the things that they love? Like Donnie Darko and and Scott Pilgrim. Or it's like everything wrong with there Mm -hmm. will be blood. It's like, what's the overlap of your audience with people who like Paul Thomas Anderson movies? Well, because like, if it was just, if the the whole thing is that the CinemaSins have no values, they have no opinions, they're not saying anything. Right. Because if the point of CinemaSins was like, we're just going to call like big corporate blockbusters out on their bullshit. Like, even if that was their take, I'd be like, yeah. Even if I don't agree with everything you say, I understand where you're coming from and why you're saying it, even if I don't agree with what you're saying. But the fact that they'll just, like, rip literally anything apart for no reason based off nothing is just so infuriating. They're just doing, they have nothing to say. There is a Knives Out video. It's like Ratatouille, you know? (gasps) If I watch the Knives Out video, I might just, like become a terrorist that might just be like have the you watched the yeah. Knives Out Cinema you just gotta you just gotta strap a bomb to your chest <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you're gonna taxi driver <laughs> yourself yeah <laughs> I'm gonna go accidentally do some I'm gonna go accidentally <laughs> kill some ravens yeah accidentally become a hero <laughs> yeah no the <laughs> cinema wins suicide they bomb like... on the cinema scenes office wherever it is <laughs> and I'm hailed as a hero in the tabloids <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. This is a joke. Again. Also, spoil, a spoiler joke. alert for Taxi Driver. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, what? It's from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. People get mad. You never People know. People okay. do get mad. But this is a good movie. It, what it's time a good is movie. it? Dawn for the. Oh Dawn my of... God, guys! So it. Oh, uh, I looked up the wick. I looked up the the Wikipedia page, and oh no, you guys! Bad, bad. Uh, it's haunted. Huh? Oh. So haunted, and then I tried to turn it off and turn it on again, and then my computer picked, uh, started playing Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, and then Caesar killed me, because I didn't believe in his agenda. Uh, anyway, agenda. welcome to Creepy Pasta Book Club. I feel like you need to it's diversify agenda. your, like, lead-ins, you know? Like, I agree. I do. Like, I don't think about the lead-in. I think a lot about the creepy pasta, and then I forget about the lead up. And if I don't think of something funny on the spot, I'm just like, time to vomit words. But so yeah, I, know, this is I sent it in the Discord. Okay, Whoever okay. wants to read it can read it. I have this oh, one this is, is a little bit of like a warning before it. Okay. Okay. Before before we introduce it, is this a little bit learned before? I've had to like get a little bit more like specific with like what I'm searching for and where I search for it. Because creepypasta culture is weird because there's like a lot of it that's good, a lot of it that's bad, but a lot of it that's intentionally bad for a joke. Right. And like sometimes it's hard more. to tell the difference between that and something that's like genuinely bad, you know? So I I believe that this one is genuine. It might not be, okay, but even okay. if it isn't, it's still a pretty funny one. I do believe that it is a genuine one, though, one okay. though because I deleted it. You can edit the things on it. I edited it. What people will just go out and find genuinely bad ones and put them on like creepy pasta websites, basically to make fun of them. But so it's a genuine one, but people are making fun of it. So that's what I believe this is, or okay. someone saw it out. I mean, this is this is kind of true about the reviews I pick at the end, also, because every once in a while I find mm-hmm. one where I'm like, I'm not really sure if this is a bit or not. And I think just blanket statement, we're just going to address it now. We're just going to believe they're being serious. 
and like acknowledge yeah. it might be a bit, but it's more fun that way. It will just move yeah, on. Exactly. Awesome. And if it is a bit, it's more funny if we say if we go along with the bit. Exactly. Like, you know. <laughs> and also, you know, just like they say in Ratatouille, much harder to be the creator of something than to be the critiquer of something. Absolutely. So exactly. with the grain of salt, we will enjoy the this creepy pasta. <laughs> yeah, I always called... I, I always want to be nice about creepy pastas because so many of them are written by 13 year olds. Right. I'm like, please keep writing. It's hilarious Honestly, and it's bad, but please I, keep writing. Yeah, my writing was not good, surprise, and when I was 13. <laughs> right. and, yeah, or, exactly. Have you read a paper that you as a freshman? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> like oh my god. It's just so it's I it hurts. It hurts a lot. You're like, wow, who's this genius who's like, isn't it hard? Oh my god. Oh, this is a social construct in society. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. What does this have to do with the alien? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just choked on spit. Okay. <sighs> this creepypasta is titled Donkey Kong 64 The Untold Copy. The Untold Copy? The Untold Copy. I was at a yard sale with my mom and I bought a copy of Donkey Kong 64. Wow, I said. I cannot wait to play this one. Period. My mom handed me the cartridge, but I noticed it was missing something. It no longer had a label, but it did have something written on it called Donkey Kong 64 colon the untold copy. Behind it, I turned the cartridge over and to my surprise, the real Shigeru Miyamoto signed it. <laughs> Just then, wow. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> behind turned it around. <laughs> I was so excited to have that signature, I got on my two-wheeler and rode it really fast back to the home. I is didn't... that a bike? Hello. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. A two-wheeler? Two is that a bike? He doesn't have training <laughs> wheels is what he's trying to say. Is yeah. it a scooter? <laughs> I didn't even bother to drive into the garage. I just jumped off my bike and threw it on the lawn like they do in capital T those shows. Those shows. Those shows. Like Ranger those things. shows. I guess. I ran I into I the house. Like, I can't think of any other shows with bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into the house and I popped that sucker into the Nintendo 64. Okay, wait. <laughs> Don't you think that if you were like, this is a real signed thing. Wouldn't play like... it. <laughs> also, do you think this is like when I first got a Twitter when I was in school and I thought that the real like. Louis Tomlinson followed me on Twitter, but it's someone's <laughs> Twitter account that's right. loud. Like twelve year old, like One Direction. It's <laughs> my my four person. <laughs> how did they know? How did they find me? Right. Okay. Biggest fan. So he's popped that, that sucker into the Nintendo sixty four. Did put the play put. I put on the play button and got ready for a special treat. This is when I first noticed This is when I first noticed that something was wrong. When I put the cartridge in, I felt it lock in, and I never noticed other games do that before. I tried capital T taking it out, but it wouldn't come out at first capital S, so I figured that air 
was a little piece of plastic sticking out, but I just let it slide. I want to be clear. He's replaced the word there with the word air, H-E-I-R, as in like air to the throne. It's just important. Okay. Uh, Perfect. Maybe there's a reason. So I just let it slide. So I turned on the game and there it is. The old logo I used to remember a year ago when I was two comma one. Let me take that again. One! Uh, a year ago, the memories. So I turned on the game, and there it is, the old logo I used to remember a year ago when I was two comma one period. I have no, I have absolutely no idea what that's supposed to mean. Maybe trying he's to like three subtly years old? like describe the character, I, or maybe he's, is he or maybe three he's twenty two. Yeah, maybe this is like maybe this is like a flowers of Algernon situation where <laughs> it's just, like I writing think what it is yeah you're writing for like the context of who your character is i guess so years old. okay yeah the dk rap began playing but something was off about it the lyrics were jumbled and their eyes were glitching up but i just shrugged it off and pressed start ready to relive some of my childhood memories I looked Man, past a year ago. People, a year ago, they got it. These creepypasta people like just stop playing games that aren't working. <laughs> right. Like, why did they? They're I like, know. I'll just soldier and, on, even though nothing. Yeah. Keep going. How can you not write this? How can you write this creepypasta and not include the cursed DK rap lyrics? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Okay. They're like, it was the DK rap, but it was scary. I'm like, for the love of God, <laughs> tell me what was scary about it. But it was in a minor key. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was inverted. Okay. It was inverted. Uh, okay. I looked past the DK rap and said, time to play my favorite game. I say I that every time. I play my favorite I game. Do, I say that too. Time to play my favorite game. I started a new file up, and usually when Donkey Kong sees a banana, he says, ooh, but he didn't this time. He said, ooh, but it sounded like a little boy screaming. Oh, sorry. This time it said, ooh, but it sounded like a little boy screaming. Diddy Kong sounds like anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it really do be like that. I couldn't make it out all the way, but that's when I turned around and saw my mom in red face paint. Blood? <laughs> Knocking my mother off, comma, she was being a goof like usual, period. I started it up, and it's just how I remembered it. The pan in with the bird. You know the rest. So, okay. Multiple I observations. fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> so... First of all, he looks around, I assume he looks around, sees his mom standing in the doorway in red face paint, doesn't say a word, thinks, that's just my mom being a goof, and continues to play his video game. (laughs) Second of all, I do appreciate that this guy has has the foresight to just say, you know the rest. And, like, I never played played Donkey Donkey Kong 64. I don't know the rest. But you know what? This is certainly better than the (laughs) Pokemon Snap one, which did not assume I knew the rest. Too many details. They had explained to you what a Pokemon was. They didn't think you knew. They said, Pokemon, by the way, invented (laughs) (laughs) it. Shigeru Miyamoto, by the way, if you don't know. Pikachu is a little yellow (laughs) and he has red (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Cranky Kong told me to get the three barrels so I can learn the basics. Climbing, breaking barrels, and jumping. It's really scary. But something strange happened. After Cranky told me my mission, the barrels were nowhere to be found. I looked everywhere, but I couldn't find the barrels. Confused, I entered the banana... I entered the banana horde to find something to do. I assume this is something from Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> banana horde. Everyone knows it. Right. I casually entered the banana horde. <laughs> uh, Continue, please. As one does. After as entering does. the banana horde. <laughs> after entering the banana horde, I noticed that the screen was a lot darker than usual. I tried adjusting the TV brightness, but for some reason, it stayed as it was. Then I got the idea to get on Skype and contact my friends and ask them if they knew anything about this banana sound that Donkey Kong made. <laughs> Do you know anything on about Skype. this banana sound that Donkey Kong made? <clears throat> hey guys, what's up, chat? Do you have any thoughts about banana sounds? Banana sounds? Specifically Donkey Kong 64. You know the one. We all know. The classic banana Donkey Kong 64 sound. As well as the glitchy eyes, the jumbled lyrics of the rap, my mom in red face paint behind me, and the missing barrels that Cranky Kong spoke of. Hey guys, do you know anything about my mom in red face paint standing behind me? Yeah. You can see it in the webcam. Do you guys know? Yeah, behind, just like behind you in the doorway. You get, What's up with my mom, you guys? After... That sounds like something that don't... The yes. Doberry twins? The yes. Do the Doberman twins? Yeah, the Doberman twins. After pressing yeah. enter, I waited. Ten seconds later, I saw my friend was beginning to type as the three little dots began to bounce, but then they stopped. Whatever he was going to write, he never sent to me. So I went back to the game, but now I realized that something was very wrong. The screen had gotten darker, even more so than before, but this is when things really began to shake me up. Yeah, this is where it gets weird. I looked into the corner of the screen and I noticed something was happening, so I made Donkey Kong walk over there. To my utter and complete shock, a 3D model of King K. Rule started rising out of the terrain, but he had no textures. He was purple. He faced my character and had no animations. He was just T-posing. He slowly moved towards <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> He slowly moved towards Donkey Kong. This is orange justicing! <laughs> Sorry. He slowly moved towards Donkey Kong and I made Donkey Kong run the other direction as fast as I could. I watched in terror as my favorite monkey hero got torn to shreds while screaming in agony. I couldn't... Is that the real Donkey Kong? I couldn't, I couldn't Real help, Donkey Kong! I couldn't help but cry a little. Oh, fuck, I lost my place. I couldn't help but cry me a little. Me I listen to Brother Bear in the car. <laughs> Jesus. I uh, couldn't me help. when Donkey Kong gets murdered in front of me, Keisha. God. Okay. My childhood hero. Donkey <laughs> <Monkey> Kong. <laughs> I couldn't help but cry a little as I saw Donkey Kong's ribcage burst open by King K. Rule's claws. That's when I saw it. I screamed, I turned the game off, cage. and I started it back. Donkey Kong's organs? I reset the game. I tried pulling it out, but I couldn't. So I decided to give it another go. All that appeared on the give screen... Give it another go! 
All that appeared on the screen was a photorealistic dead monkey with flies buzzing around it. It looked like someone had really killed a dead monkey and put a tie on it. It looked like someone had shot Caesar. (laughs) And put a tie on him. And I didn't tie. And put a tie on it. And put a tie on it. I didn't know what to do. I grasped at my heart, but it began to beat faster and faster. Suddenly, the picture zoomed out, and I was greeted to the Nintendo opening from the GameCube Luigi's Mansion? You know the one, quote, Nintendo, unquote, period. I don't know is the thing. I really don't know. I do love Luigi's Mansion, though. That's a fun game. I do. It's a fun fun little Easter egg. Remember Luigi's Mansion? (laughs) So does this kid. The zoom out suddenly showed that the banana horde wasn't what I remembered it. The bananas were rotten. The bananas were dripping dripping with ooze of some kind. And the face, comma, well, now it was a face that was stabbed by a stick. The other Kong heads, you know, Stinky, Candy, and Lanky, Crispy Kong, Cookie Kong, they were all dead, ripped apart at the Purple King K rule, hoarding over his horde of bananas, period. Oh no, this is horrible. This he is was so also sad. Did he doesn't also... cry about it? He only cries about Donkey Kong. That's, yeah, just not fair. Shock now. So I, yeah, you know what? We all process loss differently. He was also making load static noises. <laughs> Low static Hold noises. Up. New paragraph. Okay. <laughs> I seriously can't even get this out. I pooped myself. <laughs> nice guys. <laughs> we see we all process grief differently. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Don't judge. <laughs> I pooped myself. My Skype had finally messaged me back. And there was my friend being held by the hair by King K rule himself, but my friend didn't have his usual body underneath his head. He was decapitated. His usual body <laughs> that he wears all the time. <laughs> It was a body. <laughs> he was decapitated. His summer body suit. It was followed with yeah, text. Girl summer body. It was followed with text that said, "This is real." <laughs> if there's text that says this is real, I'm a, I'm a, immediately in in just. <laughs> I know for a fact it's not real. <laughs> yeah, this is real. Finally, well, this is all the all the trolls who come in the comments and say this didn't happen. It was real. King K rule said so. <laughs> this was and only. He doesn't have his usual body. Finally, yeah, it's my a TV. Different one. It's not there. <laughs> Finally, my TV flickered. Text appeared. This Finally. was only a demo. Thank you for playing my game. Play it when it comes out, Shigeru Miyamoto. It's not finished, so please be nice. End of creepypasta. <laughs> I will say that that's basically the plot to Bandersnatch. True. <laughs> one of them. Really do one be. of the plots to Bandersnatch, Keisha. Oh. But aren't they but... all the same? I don't know. I only watched one of them, so. It's, it's, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing is that everyone, oh Robert Frost, Robert Frost, two, two roads diverge in a wood and I'm last travel. That's the the whole. Everyone's like, I'm so. I take less travel, but the whole point of 
that the, the trails don't matter. They all go and you're on special because bath and I kind of wish that I take that's what Vanner snatches that you, you okay. any path you take is gonna, it's all false choice it's all false choice gotcha noted um anyway how are we right, feeling write that down Tired. I've been drained good. by the I have, DK. I have been drained by DK. Donkey Kong. Not the first time that's happened. I don't want to play Donkey Kong though. I know. Who wants to play Donkey Kong? No, Donkey Shit. Your mom will show up in red face paint. <laughs> that never that's came back. That was a red. That never. Yeah, came that back. never came back, did it? It was a, literally a red herring. Ah. <sighs> okay. I do like that in Shigeru Miyamoto's demo. I do like that. Did he programmed it so it would kill your best friend in real life too? I think that's a good touch. I think consumers would have really enjoyed that. That oh, I just I watched the the woman in the window movie that was Amy Adams. Like it's Amy Adams. Oh yeah, it was it was like pretty good. But there's so many people in that movie. True. There's so like every time someone came on the screen, I was. I literally gasped. I said, Wyatt Russell, oh my god. Gary Holden. Gary Holden, oh my god. And then all of a sudden, Anthony Mackie barely on the screen, but Anthony he's still Mackie, on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Mackie in it for like wow. a grand total of like two minutes. Yeah. Okay. But Good stuff. That's all. Did I was just thinking like about that hear... the whole time because of Gary Oldman. Uh, oh, yeah. wait. No, not yet. Keija. Would you like to hear all of our plugs? And yes, pitches? that's what I'm thinking. It feels like it's been a while since we did this correctly. Yeah, probably. Usually the flow. We're getting back into it. Hi, everyone. Yes. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to our first. Thank you for coming to our first official Twitch stream. We're happy to have you. If you're new, uh, why don't you? Or if you're and join, do the. Subscribe to the Twitch. I don't know. <laughs> you can follow the you Twitch. Okay? Follow the Twitch. If you subscribe to the Twitch, <laughs> you're paying money. If you follow the Twitch, follow you're the just, Twitch. You're just... Follow the Twitch so that you so that you're notified when we go on live next. Summer's here, we go on a so our schedules might be weird. Um, <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Uh, if you'd like, you can join our Discord in the description. I'm a, Rules over I assume. There. We talk, yeah, it rules over there. We talk about lots of stuff. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the cast of Knives Out 2, which True. shaping up to, to look great. We've been talking about other things. I always... Uh, this Probably is Cinema Sins after today. <laughs> Cinema yeah. Sins, we can talk about that. Uh, talk about, you know... I want to talk about about studio ghibli movies more personally you can do it do it i know i just forget i just forget okay talk about lots of stuff thank you i'm gonna do it right now also i don't know if anyone saw but i'm dressed i didn't mean to do it but it happened you're dressed as here you cut out i'm dressed as howl from howl's baby castle okay that's all come on jackson uh, thanks for joining our Discord. We really like having you here. We're com communities share things community. with each other. Uh, you We're can follow family. us on Twitter. Nerds together no strong. Nerds oh. together strong. Nice. Wow. Wow. That's a good, that fin just right a there. good cinematic twist. <laughs> All right. You follow us on Twitter at NerdsPod. You can follow Jackson at Jackson. 
follow at my Twitter. You can follow Adeline at Hollabackhorse. And thanks for the memories. Yes. I don't have a Twitter. I'm on TikTok now. Also, you can follow me oh, at yeah. Jeff. Yeah, it's on TikTok. You can follow my TikTok. I'm also on TikTok. I don't make them, but I'm there. I've been making I'm them. There. You can follow me at Jepperpack on TikTok. It's good over there. Um, will I you... will say that when when Vine existed, Jackson made really funny vines. So it's I'm true. sure that the, the two, like some of my favorite ones, I still <laughs> I still subscribe. Like the one where I eat some Pez out of a Pez dispenser. That was a good one. I. I, I, I liked the uh, the dogs dogs aren't real saga. Whenever right. you'd see like right. a dog or like a picture of a dog, that was pretty. No, because the bit was, was I would walk was... by a park and there would be a picture of a dog with like a slash through it, as if to say no dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah, allowed. Yeah. And I would video it and then I would say dogs aren't real. <laughs> and yeah, that's funny. So that was good. That was a good one I did. Are those archived? Could I still find those, or are they lost to history? Somewhere. Well, okay. Be- I I thought they were lost to history, but then a couple who was like, Keisha, I found your vines, and I was mortified. Mortified. Yeah, uh-huh. Vine <laughs> Not that they were bad, but I was like, oh, God, please don't. Don't. Yeah, do don't so look. They might don't be look, out there. Look, hey. Like, look through your trash to find your vines. <laughs> Challenge for you. Try and find Jackson's vines. Yeah, try and find, find my vines. Find them for us. I want to see them. Um, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> do us a favor. <laughs> so would you guys like to hear a one-star review of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? I would. So this Is person... No. This person gave Dawn of the Planet of the Apes one star. And they said, Creepy, creepy, I was nervous of watching it, but just, just got through it. Let me tell you, forget it. However, I do like primates, but it was too graphic, and I just got too scared. It was like a roller coaster. When is it going to end? We all have fear of something, and this movie just doesn't call me because I was scared. Don't be afraid of something. I'm so scared. Don't Will you send that one to me? Will you send that one to me? Yes. <laughs> it was like That's a, a fucking roller coaster. That sounds like my review of Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's a roller so, coaster so when will it end? It was creepy. so graphic. I couldn't, I tried to, but I couldn't do it. I'm too scared. We're all afraid of something. <laughs> anyway, my name's Jackson McMurray. Oh my, my name's Adeline McMurray. My name is Keisha Rhodes. And this has been No Nerds Allowed. Keep it salty out there, sailors. Ape sailors. Keep it pepper. Pepper out there, pepperonis. I'm gonna add one. I'm gonna do a different spice every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's much worse. Yeah.